Hey guys, so this is going to be the last episode airing on a Monday for 2023. I can't believe it. We are going to be taking a break during the month of December for me and my team to reset, recharge, and then we're going to be coming back in January with some amazing episodes, amazing bites of knowledge on Mondays. And then on Wednesdays, you know, I come out with interviews. So twice a week, we're still going to be doing that. But yeah, this is going to be the last bite of knowledge episode for the year. I can't believe it. So I can't wait to share. But instead of a bite of knowledge, I thought, you know what, why not get a bite of Bethany again? And just wanted to share some thoughts as we go into Christmas or whatever holiday you guys celebrate, if you do celebrate, because it can be a little bit hard at times. And then also I thought, why not share some tips and some things that I'm personally working on that, you know, I don't have to have it all figured out right now to be able to share with you guys. And I wanted to share just some things that I'm personally working on and it may help you. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. You guys know this already, but this is the Digestus Podcast and I'm your host, Bethany Cameron. I don't know about you, but for me, when it gets into the cooler months, I don't drink enough water and it's easy for me to get dehydrated. Like most people, we often drink less water in the fall and winter for a few reasons. First of all, it isn't hot like it is in the summer, so naturally our thirst for water goes down because we aren't sweating in the sun. But just because it's not hot doesn't mean we need less hydration. We need the same amount all year long. And in fact, we may actually need more in the wintertime because most of us are drinking more hot coffees, lattes, and teas, which can actually dehydrate you. Yes, you heard me. Caffeinated drinks like coffee and tea can dehydrate us. So for every one cup of coffee, we should be consuming three additional cups of water. Most people don't take that into consideration. It's just so easy to opt for a hot cup of joe rather than just water in the cooler months. I'm not saying you should stop enjoying your cup of joe for sure, right? I enjoy a cup of coffee myself. But what I am reminding you and myself is to drink extra water. Now, a trick for me to drink extra water is by adding one packet of Elements electrolytes into my Stanley cup. By doing this, it helps me not only stay hydrated, but I'm also getting my daily electrolyte needs. Sometimes it's not enough just to drink plain water, and we often need essential minerals to help balance out our body and stay hydrated. I personally stick with Element's raw unflavored version, which contains no sugar, no flavorings, no coloring, and no fillers. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio of salt, magnesium, and potassium, and their unflavored version has only those three ingredients. Other electrolyte drink mixes have added sugar, maltodextrin, dextrose, gums, and even added oils. Electrolytes are essential for our body to function, so you want to not only make sure you are getting them, but you are getting the best kind. There's also research to back that when you keep hydrated, there are lower risks of anxiety and depression in individuals. So at the very least, do it for your mental health. 
and it's a cheap way to prevent all sorts of other issues caused by dehydration. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited for those following a keto, low carb, vegan, or paleo diet. And right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packs free with any Element order. To get free packs, you must go to drinklmnt.com slash digest to get this offer. Element also has a no questions asked refund policy. So you can literally try it totally risk-free. And if you don't like it, they will give you a full refund, all your money back, no questions asked. And you can keep what you have. So you have literally nothing to lose. So just go to drinklmnt.com slash digest to get this amazing offer. All right, so something that I have been working on myself and it's, you know, it's something that I have to kind of be mindful of every single day, but I've noticed that I'm rushing from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And I know I cannot be the only one who does this. So for example, I'm rushing and I'm doing the dishes in a hurry, then I'm doing the laundry in a hurry. And then I've got to do emails for like a few hours or whatever in a hurry and I'm trying to rush. And then I'm trying to rush and do a recipe and I'm filming the recipe, then I'm going to try and rush and edit. And it's like one thing after another, I'm not enjoying it. And to that point is I have been trying to enjoy everything that I am doing, whether that is actually something fun, like getting a coffee with a friend or doing work or making a recipe because I it got to the point where even the fun things like getting coffee with a friend, I wasn't enjoying it because I was looking at my watch, looking at the time and I'm like, okay, well, I've got an hour and then I've got to rush and go back to work or rush and do this. And then I've got to make dinner and even making dinner, it just wasn't enjoyable anymore because I was just rushing to do the next thing, to do the next thing, to go and rush, to wash my face, to go and rush and do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, Bethany, why not enjoy being with a friend and being present and slow down and enjoy doing the dishes and enjoy editing a recipe and enjoy writing up all these emails? And do do you see what I'm saying? Like I'm telling myself, slow down, enjoy the process, enjoy vacuuming, enjoy it. And don't be in such a rush to go to the next thing because the next thing I'm going to be rushing to go to the next thing and then the next thing. And I really am trying to slow down and doing all of this really makes me appreciate, first of all, everything in my life. So think about things in your life that you can appreciate. Appreciate that you have a vacuum to vacuum your floor, (laughs) you know, appreciate you have a washer and dryer, if you do have one, to do your clothes and do your laundry. And just think about those things. So whatever you're doing in that moment, 
say, thank you, God, I have this to do it. Thank you, God, that I have a car to go pick my kids up from school. Thank you that I have a car to go run errands and all these things. And to be grateful and just appreciate all those things will kind of make you slow down. And also it'll help your digestion for reals. If you're just rushing from one thing to the next thing because you're like, dang, I got to eat in an hour. So I've got to do X, Y, and Z before. And like all these things just continue to rush through at least my head. (laughs) And so that's just one thing that I'm currently, again, working on because I know we all can be so busy, especially during the holidays. I don't know what it is, but I feel like we're extra busy during the holidays where it should be the opposite. We should slow down during the holidays. We should not be in a rush to do X, Y, and Z. And to that point, again, try not to have expectations. Don't put expectations on yourself. And it's such a freeing thing to do that because if we do put expectations, say, I've got to get presents for X, Y, and Z people and my coworkers and the neighbors and do all the baking cookies and hand them out and do all these things, like stop because no one's expecting you to to go the extra mile. Like if you're that kind of person, that type A personality, like I am, I want to do all the baking and hand out cookies to the neighbors and give all the little like gifts to all the people in my life. And it's like, wait a minute. No, they're not like, who, who told you that you need to do that? Like, are they going to get offended if you don't give them cookies or give them a little gift? I mean, If they are, then that's their problem, first of all, right? (laughs) And second of all, no, like they get it too. Are they giving you a gift or are they giving like, and again, it's not like, oh, you gave me a gift, I have to give you a gift type of a thing. It's not about that. But all I'm saying is they're they're probably not maybe giving you a, a gift or cookies or whatever because they're in the same boat you are. They're stressed, they're pressed for time, they have all these other things to do and they can't worry about that, right? So they get it. That's what I'm trying to say. They understand if you're not giving them a gift or a plate of cookies or whatever the case may be because they're in the same boat. If you want to just wish them a Merry Christmas, send them a card, the little things like that, just let them know that you're thinking of them can really go a long way. So again, kind of going into the whole buying gifts and thinking about money and budget. So many people are strapped right now and you don't have to feel obligated to get someone a gift. Sending them a card is a very cheap way to really let them know that you're thinking of them. And that can really go a long way because honestly, we have so much. I'm thinking what do I need really? Do I need anything? No. And if people give me something, I most likely don't need it. And it's just going to clutter my house. Not to say that I'm not appreciative. I'm of course always appreciative of gifts that people give me and I love them. And it's such a fun thing to open a gift. Of course. What I'm saying is that so many people these days, they really don't need anything. And what they really 
appreciate at the end of the day is you and you thinking of them, giving them a quick phone call, you know, spending time with someone. So don't feel like, man, I just can't afford all this stuff anymore because y'all, like it's getting pricey. I get it. (laughs) Just time, spending time with them really, really goes a long way. And honestly, thinking back in my own childhood, there's maybe a few gifts that I do remember, but those gifts were meaningful and they weren't just, I mean, they were thoughtful gifts and I remember those gifts. Uh, But what I really remember are the traditions that my mom put, the time that she spent with me, just taking time to bake cookies together or bake a meal together and just reading a book to me. Like things like that, I remember more than all these different gifts that I was given. And your children or your friends or your family members, they're gonna really appreciate that. And they're not gonna get offended if that's all you have to give. So anyways, I feel like I went on a tangent there, (laughs) but something that uh, has helped me in the past regarding eating with family and friends is um, because if you have digestive issues or if you follow a certain diet and you know that, hey, look, if I eat this or that, it's going to really put me in a flare. And you, first of all, have to be open and honest with people in your surroundings and say, hey, look, this is going to set me back a week. I'm going to be in so much pain. If I eat this, I can't do it. And first of all, if you're just open about it and say, look, I have this issue right now. I'm trying to figure it out. Thanks for not pushing this mac and cheese on me or whatever the whatever the dish is, right? Um, and they're going to be understanding. And Second of all, I know that was like a huge pause, but second of all, uh, bring a dish to a gathering that you know you can consume and make extra for everyone to enjoy. So you don't really feel out of place because you are actually partaking because you're you're eating whatever you brought because you at least know what you brought is safe for you. And it could be one dish, two dishes, three dishes, whatever you want to do. And That way, again, you just don't feel like the black sheep and you feel like you can partake. And so that's just another tip. If you don't feel like bringing a dish for everyone, this is when I was like in a really, really bad state, but I have actually gone. I remember there was this one Christmas Eve because we would celebrate Christmas Eve on my dad's side and I brought a smoothie to Christmas Eve. I mean, it was just, it was that time in my life where I just, I could not eat what everyone else was eating. And so if that is you right now, don't be, I don't know, don't be embarrassed to bring a smoothie or bring something that, bring your own just dish in a Tupperware and just eat it with people. Because really, again, going back to like, if they're offended, you're not eating what they're serving or if they're offended because you're eating something differently, then that's not your problem. That's their problem. And they're just most likely, they're not going to be offended because we think so much. We think, we overthink it, really. 
we think that this person is just not going to want to hang out with me or that they're going to look at me weird or they're going to like point fingers. Really, they're just happy you're there and present with them. They're happy that you're celebrating with them. And they're happy that you're not staying back home because you feel embarrassed that you can't be eating whatever they're eating. So be just be like open and honest, have fun. And you're going to have, I mean, really the holidays, I know it evolves around food. I mean, like food is like the centerpiece for a lot of holidays and gatherings, but it shouldn't be. Really, I mean, the focus should be just being with people, friends and family and loved ones. So try and focus on that. Bring a puzzle, bring a board game and interact with your family. Don't just, you know, you don't have to just sit around the table, like do other things and you can be the one to prompt all these things. Be the one to say, hey, look, I brought a board game. Let's everyone, let's play. Let's do this puzzle. Let's watch a movie. Let's do something and really get the family or your friends involved. And it really can go a long way. So again, I just want to encourage you guys to just slow down, take a moment, enjoy the process because life is busy and it's never It's never not going to get busy, but it's how you manage the busyness and it's how you perceive it. And you actually get to choose how you're busy. You get to choose what you're busy with. You know, if you don't sweep the cobwebs in the corner, hey, that's cool. That's fine. You know, you don't have to be busy with that. So just... Anyways, that's that's my take. You get a little bite of Bethany today. I hope it was helpful. And I am excited for what 2024 is going to bring. There's a lot of exciting news that I cannot even share yet with Bethany's pantry and just a little sipper in general. And so on that note, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. God bless you all. And I will see you in 2024. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.